Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through to heal lord let your power be present to heal this morning healing in our emotions healing in our business healing in our finances healing in our marriages healing in everything that pertains to us let power be made available this morning we give you praise and glory we give you all the honor we give you all the worship in jesus mighty name we have worshiped oh come on let's jam our hands together for the lord this morning hallelujah come on you guys can do better come on jam your hands together celebrate jesus this morning oh glory to god i was thinking somebody was gonna have a shout to it i was thinking somebody was gonna have a shout to it oh glory to god hallelujah amen what a mighty god we serve hallelujah all right, just before you take your seat, I'd like you to welcome somebody to your right and to your left, your front and your back. Just tell them you're welcome to church this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Awesome, awesome, awesome God. We serve. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, if we have done that, let's be powerfully seated in god's presence amen glory to god hallelujah all right i want to welcome us to uh this morning service uh thank you for coming out to fellowship with the saints as we raise our voice in praise unto god hallelujah amen i believe we all had a wonderful week uh last week the day today is the beginning of a new week and the Bible says that his messes are new every morning, uh, which means the message you enjoyed yesterday is already expired. Praise God. You have a fresh one this morning. Hallelujah. Uh, the name of the Lord be praised. Glory to God. There are troubles all around us, but in the midst of the troubles, God is keeping watch over each and every one of us hallelujah we are in such a critical time uh in our nation help with this light why help with the light praise god when a critical time in our nation where a lot of things are going wrong especially um security wise uh but god has just been faithful to each and every one of us and our household he's been keeping watch over us he's been blessing us he's been watching over our coming and our goings hallelujah and to him be all the praise while we're seated can we put our hands together and just celebrate jesus this morning <laughs> hallelujah glory glory to god amen all right this morning i'd like us to open our bibles again to the book of john chapter 16 um i'm so excited <clears throat> because we have quite um we have time kind of uh, on our side 
to be able to handle the topic um, that we're dealing with um, in the month of May. Holy Spirit and you. Um, I don't know how many of us joined in for the midweek service on YouTube or you listen to uh, the podcast uh, on anchor.fm. Um, I remember our neighbor in the house, you know, coming to me on Thursday morning. And she said to me, immediately, you did the broadcast. She said, I was somewhere. He said, I, I tuned into the audio, put my earpiece on. And she said, I was so, so blessed by that message. She said, at some point, she began to speak in tongues in the midst of people. And people were looking at her and were wondering, what is happening to you? Glory to God. And she said, Pastor, she said, I was so, so blessed. So, so blessed. She's made a statement. She said, that's the best message on the Holy Spirit that I think I have ever listened to before. There was so much fire in this place while we were doing the recording on Tuesday. There was so much fire. There was so much power in this place as we discussed and looked into the revelation of the person of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit is very important to us. Because the era that we live in is the era of the Holy Ghost. Are we till together? I love Mrs. Gloria's powerful testimony last week. Praise God. Hallelujah. I wish I could call her up again for her to share that testimony again. She said she prayed in tongues. She did it like twice. And every time she prayed in tongues, she saw the hand of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because you see, there are a lot of things that happen in the realm of the spirit whenever we open our mouth to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the one who has given us that divine enablement is the person of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, the book of John chapter 16 this morning. Again, our main text from where we began this particular series. Then we'll just take a little step further praise god if you have not been tuning in for the wed wednesday services i'm telling you there's a whole lot you are missing praise god i mean and it will not be cool it will not be good when people who are not part of this church are getting blessed by the messages we preach in this place and the people in the house are not maximizing the opportunity glory to god that's why we did the video but the video and the audio praise god some people like visuals praise god that's why we upload it on youtube praise god and for people who think i like visuals but i don't have plenty data praise god that's why we uploaded the audio for you for you to listen to glory to god so please make sure you maximize all the resources that are available unto you praise god and i believe you know when the when the era of technology everything is going technology now praise god hallelujah and we also need to maximize it praise god hallelujah all right john chapter 16 we started from verse 12 the words of jesus in red letters again he said i have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now i have many things to say to you but you cannot undo them now he said however when he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine 
and declare to you all things the father has are mine therefore i said that he will take care of mine and declare it to you hallelujah glory to god all right look up for a moment now this is where we started this particular series from and it's very important that we have a background knowledge of who we are studying about i told us it's very important because you see what you do not um what you do not know um have the power somehow to hurt you are you following me come on are you following me and i i think i've made a statement some time ago too that whatever you do not know you will pay for every man will pay for his ignorance what you do not know you will pay for when your car develops a fault the reason why you pay money to the mechanic is because you don't know what to do are you are we still together when you go to the barbing salon or you go to the air stylist to make your air braid your air you pay them money why do you pay them because you don't know how to do it so you will find out that all through life men will always pay for what they do not know are we still together i remember i heard the story of a woman several years ago uh in the mouth of the late uh, kenneth e again uh, as he spoke about this woman who was a servant to a very rich man now this rich man died this rich man was was childless no wife you know lived alone with his house help and by the time he was passing on on his deathbed he told the young lady i mean the the, the lady uh, gave her just a small piece of note and said to her that you have served me all of your life he said i'm now i know that i'm going to die very soon he said so all that i want to give to you is wrapped up in this envelope then he gave the envelope to the woman and from there she the man passed on this lady wept cried did everything you know and at the end of the day you know she she they buried the man and by the time they were done um this woman just took the note in the envelope and went to the business center put it in a frame glazed it and hung it in our room are we still together and you know after many days when food was exhausted in the house she i mean she <laughs> there was no more food nobody to say take money and go and buy food in the house so she became hungry and she was starving but every morning when she wakes up without food she will look at what the man gave to her and she will keep crying that if my master was here i would not be in this situation then somebody came to pay her a visit now when the person came the person was still consoling her don't worry everything is going to be all right everything is going to be okay and while she was crying she in this glass praise god and when that person lifted up his eyes to see what was, what she glazed and put on the wall he saw what was written there it was the man's will and what was in the will that everything i have everything i have all my bank account everything i have i have willed it to you but you know why she was weeping and stabbing in the house because she could not read so she had millions of dollars to her name but because she could not read she was starving and suffering glory to god and in that message kenneth e. again said that what you do not know 
will be very costly for you. Very costly, very expensive for you. My cars developed faults before. Electrical fault. Then you call the rewire. Then the guy touches some things. Pa, 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 pa. And before you know it, the car starts working. And you tell him, how much am I going to pay you? And the guy tells you, ah, you give me 20000 Then you're like, ah, with that thing you pressed, that small thing you pressed. Then the guy tells you, ah, well, <laughs> you didn't know that was what we were supposed to press. If you knew, you would have pressed it. So you're not paying for anything but for that knowledge. For me, that, <laughs> do you understand what I'm talking about? I know what to touch. And that's what you're paying for. Every man will pay for his ignorance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that's why we're looking at this. Now, Jesus said, I have many things to say to you. He said, but you cannot do them now. Now, if you remember, I told us that Jesus was saying to the disciples that I have a lot of things I want to tell you, but you cannot do them. If I give it to you now, you will not be able to handle the information. But what will happen is that when the Holy Spirit comes, then he will begin to show you all truths. Which means the things that I want to tell you now, when the Holy Spirit comes, is now going to begin to tell you. Are we still together? Now, I told us that if I were you, or if I was alive, as at the time Jesus was saying these words, one of the things I'm going to do is that I'm going to pay attention to the things that God will begin to say after the coming of the Holy Ghost. Oh, are we still together? Now, I told us that somebody came to me one time and said, Pastor, you quote too much from the epistles. In fact, the person said that you exalt the words of Jesus more than the word. I mean, you exalt the words of Paul, the words in the epistles more than the words of Paul. And I said to that person, I'm not exalting the words of Paul or the epistles about the word of Jesus. I'm only following what Jesus said. Because the things that are written in the epistles are the things that Jesus said, I will tell you, but if I tell you right now, you will not be able to handle it. So if I as a Christian or a New Testament believer, even though I have the whole of the Bible, glory to God, the whole truth, but my attention will be more on the epistles. Are you following me? Come on, are you following me? Glory to God. The Bible shows us the essence of the Old Testament. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I think, it said the Bible says that the Bible says that the things that happened to the men of old happen as examples for us unto whom the end of the world has come. That means the things that happened from Genesis down to the book of Malachi, they are things that happened that we're supposed to read and learn from their story, learn from their experiences. Are you following me? But you see, we're not meant to live the Old Testament life. We're meant to live the New Testament life. Oh, are you following me? Are you following me? So he said, there are so many things that I want to show you. And I took us to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I began to read from verse 9, confirming what Jesus was saying also through the mouth of Apostle Paul. Are we still together? Now, remember I made a statement. That's why I want you to go back and listen to that Wednesday message. Glory to God. Because what I'm just doing, I'm just doing a summary. The Bible says, the men of old spoke as they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. Are we still together? That means everything that they wrote down were not their thoughts, were not what they thought about, praise God, were the things that they were inspired of by the Holy Spirit. That was what they penned down. Now you will find in the writings of Paul at times, where he will say that this particular 
commandment or this particular instruction is from me have you seen it before come on have you seen it before so he will differentiate between his own thoughts and the thoughts of the holy spirit are you following me so whatever they said whatever the road were inspired thoughts of the holy spirit they are the things that Jesus said, I want to tell you, but you cannot do them now. I remember I showed us the example of what happened to Peter. Now, if, when Jesus was alive, if Jesus had said to Peter, that listen, this gospel you are about to preach, you are going to take it to the Gentiles. Peter will probably argue with Jesus. I said, what are you talking about? With Gentiles. Ah, they are not a part of the commonwealth of Israel. Uh-uh. Is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they don't have a connection. They don't have a link with Abraham, neither Jacob nor Isaac. Peter will not be able to handle it. Now, watch this. Even after they were baptized with the Holy Ghost, and it was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he was meant to take the gospel to the Gentiles, guess what happened? He obeyed in that particular scripture, but when they got to the book of Galatians, when Paul sat down with the disciples, I mean, with the other Gentiles, when the other disciples came, what did Peter do? Peter withdrew himself. Because he did not want the other brethren to see him sitting with the Gentiles. In other words, even though it was revealed to him, that the gospel was also meant to read the Gentiles, even though God displayed it to him in the house of Colinius, you'll find that in the book of Acts chapter 16. Because while Peter was preaching in the house of Colinius, the Bible says the Holy Ghost fell upon the house of Colinius, and all of them began to speak in tongues. And what did Peter say? Peter said, ah, so what we the Jews have received, the Gentiles also have a right to receive it. Which means there was a witness in him that God was ready to move among the Gentiles. But what happened when he got to Galatia? Galatians, he still could not undo that information. Oh, are you following me? Come on, are you following me? And Paul had to stand up and rebuke him. Paul said, I stood up and I rebuked him openly. That what he was doing was wrong. Because the gospel to the Jews is also the gospel to the Gentiles. That God was willing to save the entire world and not just the Jews alone. Oh, are you following me? So, if you understand that, then you should have a desire to understand the things that Jesus said he would tell them here that he would not tell them yet because they cannot handle it. Are we still together? And 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 also confirms it. When he says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has he entered into the hearts of men the things that God has in store for those that love him. Praise God. Now let's go there very quickly. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, I begin to read from verse 9. Now it says, but as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor hear heard, nor have entered into the act of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Can we pause for a moment? Now every time you see the word as it is written. In the New Testament. It's telling you that there's a part in the Old Testament. Where this particular statement was made. So he said as it is written. That means there was a prophecy a long time ago. 
about events that are going to begin to happen and what was going to happen is that god was going to have a crop of people for himself are you following this and those crop of people god has prepared some things for those people now the things that god has prepared god said that eyes have not seen it ears have not heard it he said nobody has even thought of those things that i have in store for this set of people and who are those people those who love god are you following me so can i ask you a question this morning do you love god oh i can't hear you do you love god so it means he's talking about you now i made a statement on wednesday i said that you see, when he says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, and nobody has ever thought of the things that God has in store for those who love him. Now, you see, this scripture, there's a tendency for you to think that, okay, me, I know those things. But it is others that don't know what he has in store for me. So, you remove yourself, and you say, it is others that do not know. But you need to realize that even you yourself, you don't have an idea of what God has in store for you. Oh, are you following me? Do you know how I know? Do you know how I know? Do, do you know how I know? How I know is that, you see, because if you know what God has in store for you, you will never be worried for a second in your life. But the, it's because we don't know. That's why we sit down and you're like, ah, this situation, oh, hey, ah, oh, hey hey how do we do it oh hey is this job oh ha ah, is this marriage oh ha ah, is this child oh oh is my husband do you understand what i'm talking about because we do not know that's why we get to a point in our life where we're worried about the situation and the circumstances of our life but if we have an idea how beautiful will it be for you to know exactly what is going to happen tomorrow come and talk to me now Come and talk to me now. Now, let me ask you a question. How many of you have ever been in a situation that, I mean, it looks as if all hope was lost. You were so worried about that particular issue. I don't know what it is. But at the end of the day, the issue was resolved. Now, after it was resolved, you now look back and like, so this is how it was going to be resolved. If I knew how this was how I was going to be, I would not have been that bothered. How many of you have been in such situation before? The reason why you went through that was because you don't have an idea. So, when he's saying that eyes have not seen, hear have not heard, and nobody has thought of the things that God has in store for you, that also includes you. You, oh my God, you don't have an idea of what God has in store for you. You don't have an idea. You don't have a clue. Some of us feel like, okay, maybe this is what God wants to do. But by the time God does what he wants to do, God blows our mind. How many of you have been there before? Let me see your hands up. God just blows your mind. You just look at it and like, wow, wow, look at what God has done. Are you following me? I was sharing about the car testimony. I mean, I was so, I was so, at some point I was like, and you see, not like I was what, but I was just, I mean, the comfort, praise God, especially moving with my family to church and back, you know, moving around. Do you understand? I mean, I was like, oh God, if I'm going to get a good car, I know how much I was going to get it. Are you following me? And it was not like there was any money anywhere. Praise God. 
the day we got the car i woke up i didn't know that day we we're going to end up having a car even that very day and apart from ending up with the car i didn't even know that we we're going to have a car that my cobble was not going to be in, in there do you understand what i'm talking about oh do, have you read before that you will live in houses you did not build or have you read it before because right now you are planning, I will build a house. I will build a and you're looking, maybe I'll need like 30 million. How many years will I walk before I can get 30 million? Okay, I will save 1 million per year. So after 30 years, I'll be able to build a house. And by the time 30 years is here, that 30 million naira house is now 120 million. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Your calculation will not work with what God has in store for you. Oh, are you listening to me? There's so much that he has in mind for you. There's so much. There's so much. But look at what it says in the next verse. It says, but God, that's verse 10, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Did you see that? Now what it means is that if you knew, there would not need to be a revelation. Come on, talk to me. Why do you go to school? Because you don't know. So you go to school so that you can know. So in school, there's a revelation of the thing that you do not know to you so that you can know are you following me so he says eyes have not seen ears have not heard nobody has thought of the thing that god has in store for you now he says but god has revealed them to us by his spirit that means the only way you will come to a knowledge of what god has in store for you is true who oh come on talk to me it's true who through the holy spirit so the only way I will know is by the Spirit of God. So if the Spirit of God does not reveal it to me, or I do not have a fellowship with the Spirit of God, then I will operate in the place of ignorance. I would not know what God has in store for me. Oh, do you understand what I'm talking about? Oh, can I ask you? You know, I've asked you a lot of questions this morning. Can I ask you another one? How many of you have been in a situation before that you were supposed to be worried you were supposed to be downcast even people around you are wondering at ah, this thing you are telling me is so mortal but they look at you you're so cheerful you're just you're just all right because somewhere deep down inside of you you just know that everything is going to be all right how many of you have been there before you just you just know and you see that knowing is not a knowing of the flesh because if it's a knowing by the flesh you will have been worried it's a knowing by the spirit you may not be able to explain exactly how god was going to come through but you just know your inside that somehow some way somewhere down the line something was going to happen somebody will know somebody somebody will talk to somebody that will know somebody that will talk to somebody and the issue will be resolved you just know. He said, but these things have revealed. But God has revealed them not to us by spirit. He said, for the spirit searches all things. He said, yes, the what? The deep things of God. Oh, I listened to a message some years ago. And the title of the message was, Yea. I know you'll be wondering what. <laughs> Is it when you read from the old King James? He said, but God has revealed them unto us by spirit. He said, for the spirit searches all things. In the old King James, he said, yea. You see, when a man says yea, something hit him. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Someone said, 
when something has not hit you well, you still speak English. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Maybe something just fell on your feet. It's not too heavy. You understand? You say, ouch! Then, the, you know, the person around you say, oh, sorry, say, oh, thank you. It didn't hit you. When it hits you, and do you know yay is a universal language? Even the white man, when something yay is a universal language, yay, oh, ba mi Oh, eat me. Paul said, God has revealed these things to us by the Spirit. He said, for the Spirit searches all things. Then he said, yea, the deep things of God. In other words, Paul got to a point when he saw the thing that the Spirit of God was searching out in the depth of God. There was so much for his mind that he had to shout, yea, the deep things of God. Oh my God, I feel like prophesying right now because that word is falling up in my spirit. In this month of May, God is going to bring you to a point where your expression will be yay. And you see, the yay is not going to be negative. Oh, are you following me? Oh, you will be amazed at the blessings of God. You will be amazed at the non-blessings of God. You will be amazed at the blessings of God. When God opens up his doors of blessing upon your life, you will shout yay. And that's going to be your experience. That's going to be your experience in the month of May. He said, yea, the deep things of God. Then in verse 11, he said, for what man knows the things of a man, except the spirit of man, which is in him. He said, even so, no one knows the things of God, except the spirit of God. Now, what was he saying? He's saying that no man knows the things of a man, Except the spirit of man that is inside of man. I don't know, maybe you got that. That means nobody can tell accurately what is going on inside of a man except the spirit of that man. Right now, you all are watching me seated. But you see, I may not be able to accurately tell what is going on in your mind. Because I may look at you, and by your posture, it looks as if you are paying rapt attention to everything I'm saying. But the truth is, deep inside you, something else may be going on. You may be thinking of what you will eat when we're done with service. Come and talk to me now. You may be thinking of, oh my God, tomorrow is another Monday. We're starting that work again. You understand? So, you are here, but at the same time, you are not here. Are you following me? Now, the only person or the only thing that can tell accurately what is going on inside of a man is the spirit of that man. Do you understand what I just said? So he said, no man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man which is in him. So he said, it's the same way with God. That no man knows the things of God except what? The spirit of God. I hope you understand that. So, when it comes to you, nobody can tell exactly what's on your mind except your spirit. The same thing with God. Nobody can tell exactly what is on the mind of God except the spirit of God that is in God. Oh, did you get that? Don't forget that we are made in his image and his likeness. So, if no man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man that is in him, 
And no man knows the things of God except the Spirit of God that is inside of God. Now, Paul was telling us earlier that even see, you see, even the spirit searches out the deep thing, the deep things of God. That means the deepest touch of God concerning your life, the spirit of God searches out. Now, look at what happened in verse 12. He said, Now we have received not the spirit of the world. He said, But we have received the spirit who is from who? Oh, come on, are you reading with me? We have received the spirit, which is from who? Which is from God. He said, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by who? By God. Did you see that? Can you tie up all the scriptures together? No man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man that is in him. No man knows the things of God except the spirit of God that is inside of God. Then he said, but you see, the thing now is that now we have received the spirit, but the spirit we have received is not the spirit of the world. But the spirit we have received is the spirit of God that we might know. So the things that God has taught of concerning your life, that you do not know from first corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 that your eyes have not seen that your mind has not been able to comprehend the spirit of god that knows all those things we now begin to reveal them to you oh are you following me come on are you following me let me show you something i'll use this example which i always use You're praying to God to be mobile. You want to be mobile. You don't have a car. But you see, in your mind, you're just thinking, you know what? If I can just have a, um, a Golf. Thank you. A Volkswagen Golf. How many of you know the Volkswagen Golf? That's small. If I can just have a Golf, I'll be okay. I mean, God does bless me with a, a Volkswagen Golf. I, I'm going to be cool. Then you go to God and you begin to ask God, God, I need to be mobile. And because God is saying that you should be specific in your prayer, you're saying, God, I need a Volkswagen Golf. That, that's what I need. And you're crying out to God. Now, the beautiful thing is, if God gives you that Golf, will you be glad? Come on, talk to me. Will you be happy? Will you be glad? Of course you will be glad. Because he answered your prayers. But you see, what Paul is talking about here is that you are believing God to be mobile. You are believing God for a God. Just give me a Volkswagen God, that small car. Just for me to move from point A to point B. But in the mind of God, God is saying you deserve a Mercedes Benz. But you see, because your mind is so small, and you have looked at your situation and circumstances, you have even looked at your income. How much is my income? How much is the Mercedes Benz? Oh, how much do I feel it? Let me just go for a golf. Let me just go for a golf. I live, I save for some months. I'll be able to buy a golf. So God, just do it. And eventually gives you that golf, you'll be glad. 
but in the mind of God, what he wants to bless you with is a mess dispense. And you are thinking in your mind that when you got that golf, that that is the best of God for your life. But you see, in the mind of God, that God was not his best for you. Are you following me? But because you do not know, you are asking for a God. Now, you see, what now happens to you when you engage the person of the Holy Spirit in the place of prayers is that, oh my God. You see, one of the best things that has happened to us as believers is the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues because when we speak in other tongues the words coming out of our mouth goes beyond our intellect the words coming out of our mouth goes beyond what our mind can handle listen to me Ibuku. what god has in store for you if god shows you the full picture you probably pass out Somebody who got a job in the bank for the first time came from a very poor background. Got a job in the job in the bank. And the manager took this guy into the vault where they keep money. The guy got in there and saw stash of money. Guess what happened to him? He fainted. As in he, he I'm telling you, real life, the guy saw money and he passed out. That's who pour water on his head and he, what happened to you? He looked at the money. He fainted. Another guy who got a job in a bank came from a very poor background. And they told him, now that you're going to work in a bank, your salary is going to be, I think, maybe 220,000 naira's at that time. <clears throat> and the guy said, you mean you will pay me 220,000? 220,000 every month. He said, yes, that's your salary. I said, okay. Then he started work. And at the end of the month, he got an alert. 220,000 in his bank. But because he didn't believe, you know what he did? He wrote, <laughs> he wrote a check, presented it in the bank. Then they, they gave, gave him all the 220,000. Then he took the money and said, so this is really my money. Then he lodged it back again. Do you understand what I'm talking about? What God has in mind for you will blow your mind. It will blow your mind. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Nobody has ever thought of it before. Oh, are you following me? No matter what the situation is right now, eyes have still not seen it. Ears have still not heard it. Is a story, oh my God. Your story is a story that has never been told before. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. In your entire lineage, in your entire family, your story is a story that has never been told before. There's a revelation of you in faces and in stages. The world is yet to see the best of you. Now you're asking for a Vogue's God. God has in store a message bends for you. Now, if you pray in your own understanding, the best you will ask for is a God. But when you have been baptized in the Holy Ghost, you see, most of us don't realize the importance or the value of praying in other tongues. And we need to know it. Because that's one of the advantages of this particular series. That's one of the advantages of the Holy Ghost in your life. 
Now look at what he said. Just before I show you what I'm about to talk about. Now look at, look at what he says in verse 13. Now he says, let me read verse 12 into 13 so that you grasp this. He said, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Now he said, these things we speak. Watch this. Those things that eyes have not seen. Those things that ears have not heard. Those things that nobody has ever talked of. He now says that those things, eh, we speak them. How do we speak them? He said, these things we speak. Also, uh, these things we also speak. Not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost what teaches. That means when we're going to ask for the best from God, He's saying when we pray, what happens is that when we're going to get the best of God, it's not going to be but the words that man's wisdom teaches. What are the words that man's wisdom teaches? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Then they tell you A for, uh, B for, uh -huh. that's man's wisdom. So the best you will ask for in man's wisdom is God just give me golf. He said, but there's a level of relationship. There's a level of fellowship. There's a level of prayers. Whereby the words coming out of your mouth are not the words that man's wisdom teach. You were not taught in class. Nobody sat you down to say, oh yeah, say after me A, say after me B. Nobody taught you in class. He said, these words are words that the Holy Ghost teaches himself. That by the time you begin to say these things, you are now saying the things that have been freely given to us by God. No wonder some of us who pray in the Holy Ghost fervently, there are blessings we get that we never bargained for. Oh, you didn't get that. There are blessings on our part that we didn't plan for. We didn't plan it, it just happens. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You suddenly call, yeah, look at what God has done. Yeah, look at what God has done. Because when you went into the place of prayer, and you know what, or something about God, I think it was John Wesley. Is it John Wesley or Charles Wesley? But one of the Wesley brothers, he made a statement. He said, it's as if, it's almost as if God would do nothing except we pray. That was the statement. I'll say it again. He said, it is almost as if God would do nothing except we pray. That means, he's almost looking as if God would just stand looking at you except we pray. That means, when we pray, God does something. That's what he's trying to say. But he's saying that it's not like God will not do what he wants to do. But he's looking as if God will just stand by looking at you until you open your mouth and you pray. Do you understand? In Matthew 7, 7, he says, ask and you shall be given. He said, knock and the door shall be what? Shall be opened up unto you. When you ask, it shall be given unto you. Now, James also confirms it. You know what James said? James said, you do not have because you have not asked. He said the reason why you do not have is because you have not asked. So that means there's a place of asking and having. Who oh, am I talking to you? So how will I be able to have 
what God has in store for me when I don't know what he has in store for me. Oh, come on, are you getting this? So, the only way I can ask for what he has in store for me that I do not know is by engaging the person that has an understanding of what he has for me. And that's the person of the Holy Spirit. And he says, we ask. He said, these things we speak. Well, that means when we open up our mouth to speak these things, it's not words of man's wisdom. Made by man's wisdom. It's not A, B, C, D. It's not A, B, D, A, F, E, G, B. Do you understand what I'm talking about? There are words that your mind can handle. Because the information that is being, oh my God, you see, can I, can I have, can I have, can I have two people up very quickly? Can I have two people up? Will two be enough for the illustration? Come, yes, come up stage. Will two be enough? Will two be enough? No, one more person. I need one more person. Quickly. One more person. Come, come, quickly. One more person for this illustration. Are you getting blessed? Come and talk to me. Are you getting blessed? Now, this is God the Father. Are you following this? Now, dear lie is the Holy Spirit. Doesn't she look like the Holy Spirit? <laughs> now, this is IBK. IBK is still IBK. No, you're not Jesus. You're IBK this time. <laughs> now, IBK is trusting. Stay here so that they'll be it. IBK is trusting God. Now, stay by side. Stay by side. By side. Now, IBK is trusting God like we've been using for a golf. That, that's what you want. Now, every time you open your mouth to pray in your understanding, because your mind can't comprehend beyond the golf, based on a lot of factors. How much you make from your business, the money you send to your parents, the money you send to your brother, your whatever, your savings and all of that. At the end of the day, you've, don't, you've looked at all this and said, uh, I can't do it. Golf, golf, okay. And he's able to get the golf from all of those things. Now, for you to get that golf, you are trusting him to be able to help you to be disciplined enough, maybe to be able to save money. How many of you know that it takes discipline to be able to save money? Ah. So, you are trusting God. God Baba, just, just, just help me. And maybe after I've saved for a while, you can do a miracle that will just add some more money so that I'll be able to get what? A golf. But you see, what God is thinking about IBK is, I want to give this girl a Benz. A Mercedes Benz. GLE 450. Oh, what's that car again? Is it, I think it's GLE, right? Is it GLE 450? Uh -huh. That car is about 49 million naira. That's what God, that, that's the car that God is thinking. But your mind, you're like, if I can just get a golf, I'll be fine. Now, God is thinking, I want to bless this girl with the bangs. Now, no man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man that is in him. Now, no man knows the things of God except the spirit of God that is in him. Now, the spirit of God has searched out all things, even the deep things of God. This spirit has gone inside to search out and, ah, GLE, 
yearly 49 million now you know what god now did god now said if i leave this girl on her own she will only ask me for a golf so what i'm going to do is this i'm now going to give her my spirit to live inside of her so that the next time she's going to ask me for a car her mind may not be able to go beyond a Volkswagen Golf but by the time she allows him to pray through her in words that goes beyond her mind the spirit of God will now begin to ask for that message bends oh you didn't get that you didn't get that so when she bows her knees to pray and she, she prays in her understanding. Father, I thank you. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I give you all the glory. I worship you. You've been so good to me. Lord, this is what I'm asking. I need to be mobile. I want to be mobile. You're, you're thinking, what is she saying? But right at that moment, the Spirit of God is communicating to God what he has searched out already. And he's asking through her mouth, God, get that bless out of you and have it over to her then all of a sudden something happens something 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 happens then the best is best lands did you see that even the tea even the tea hits the holy spirit <laughs> say yay yay then you're wondering how did this thing happen how it happened was that you engaged the person of the Holy Ghost that is inside of you to ask from God, pull it out and hand it over to you. Oh, are you following me? How many of you now understand that you are blessed to carry the Holy Ghost? Oh my God, I'm asking you again. How many of you know right now that you are so blessed that you are carrying the Holy Ghost? Oh, I'm going to ask for the third time. How many of you realize right now that you are so blessed that you carry the Holy Ghost? Oh, come on, somebody shout, I'm blessed. Oh, put your hands together for them as they go back to their seats. I'm blessed. Oh, I like that, Pastor Kuli. I'm blessed. I am blessed by God. I carry the Holy Spirit. When I pray, I... Oh, my God. See, let, let me quickly show you something again before we close this morning. The book of Romans chapter 8. Can we go there very quickly? Let's go there very quickly. Oh, are you getting blessed? Romans chapter 8, very popular scripture. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. If you're there now, say amen. Now look at what it says. He says, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our what? The old King James used infirmity. The new King James used weaknesses. He said, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. That means we have a weakness. We have a weakness. Every one of us have a weakness. And shall I show you what the weakness is? The next statement. 
He said, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. Because when we're talking about weakness, a lot of people will be thinking, oh, maybe it's that one. Mm -mm. This is the weakness he's talking about. The weakness is that you do not know what you should pray for as you ought to. You know, the word ought to means the way it's supposed to be done. You don't know how to pray the way you are supposed to pray. That's the weakness. Just like I showed you with that example. IBK does not know how to pray. That's the weakness you have. Because our weakness is if I can just get a golf. I getting a golf is total weakness compared to getting a Benz. She does not know how to pray as she ought to. So I always tell people when it comes to prayer, there's an ought to. Ought to of prayer. How you ought to pray. The Bible says she don't have it. And it's a terrible weakness. Are you following this? Now look at what he now says. He says, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be what? Uttered. There's a particular transition that says, he makes intercession for us with words that cannot be languaged. You can't... It's not... When I saw that transition some years ago, he said, with groanings that cannot be languaged. You can't, you can't put it, it's not, it, it doesn't make sense. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Now, we have a weakness. The weakness is, there's a, play, there's a way I'm supposed to pray. But I don't even have a clue on how to pray that way. He said, but the Spirit of God helps me. He now begins to make intercession. You know, intercession is when you are praying for somebody. That's intercession. When I say, oh, you know what? I'm praying for you. I'm, I'm interceding for you. Interceding means I'm standing in the gap and I'm believing God for you. That's what intercession means. Now it says the Holy Ghost makes intercession. That means the Spirit of God stands in a place of intercession for us. He begins to pray for us. And he said his prayer for us is with groanings that cannot be uttered. There are no words that can be languaged. Do you understand what I'm talking about? They can't be languaged. Now look at verse 27. He said, now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints. According to what? According to what? Oh my God, can you shout it? According to what? The will of God. How many of you remember a time in the history of the church where everybody was looking for the will of God? You remember? Oh, I need a husband. I'm looking for the husband that is the will of God. I'm looking for a wife. A wife that is what? The will of God. I need a job. I need a job that is what? The will of God. Oh, woman of God, please pray for me. Pray that the will of God will come to pass in my ministry. Everybody was looking around, praying and believing for the will of God. And a lot of times you are trusting you are trusting that responsibility into the hands of a mortal man like you, who also has the same weakness like you. You know, you know in some churches we have prayer contractors. Come on, talk to me now. We have prayer contractors. Come on, talk to me. He said, ah, tobacco, if you can just take that prayer to prayer band, 
just give them the prayer point in prayer band. When the prayer band people, or sorry, prayer warrior, when those warriors war for you, ah, the war will be over. They say, you mean it? Ah, say, just me, sister, sister Gladys. Ah, sorry, there's a sister Gladys in FDF Kuala. I'm, it's not you I'm talking about. Just meet sister. There's also Esther here. Praise God. Sister, sister Anna. If you meet her and she prays for you, oh, the war will be over. And you know, there are even some churches where you go, you believe that somebody should fast on your behalf. Then the person will give you a list of what to buy that you'll be using to break the fast. Have you not seen it before? Ah, you guys have not gone to places who. Ted, you know what I'm talking about. Millikyol, God bless you. This guy has been there before. Millikyol, no, some of us, no, I'm not, it's not an abuse, oh. Some of us have gone there, oh. No, it's not abuse. Some of us have been there before. Before we came to knowledge, we were there. Badura. I worry, my big bad world, don't, but era, era, I won't come, what? Tim has my break, I went, you're all. God bless you. Let all lock by new. Am I a little Tony Malu? And they give you a list. And a lot of time, that guy that you say that you think is fasting for you is eating in his house. Guys, enjoying all the things you bought. But you are thinking, ah, Baba will leave that rough for me. See, you better stop deceiving yourself. All this going about looking for prayer contractor. There's somebody who is already your intercessor. And that person is already inside you. The best intercessor is the Holy Ghost. Are you following me? You see, love domain is not a church you will come for and you'll be looking for a pastor, come and pray for me. Come and you understand. You will learn how to do these things yourself. Are you following me? When I sleep at night, I put off my phone. My mom called me one night. She couldn't get through to me in the middle of the night. When I put up my phone in the morning, she called me. I said, you're a pastor. Why are we off your phone in the middle of the night? I said, mom, because I want to sleep. He said, why are you even sleeping? If any of your members calls you that they need prayer. I said, our member called me in the middle of the night that they need prayer when they have mouth. Oh, you don't get what I'm talking about. There's no church you'll be looking for and say, eh, Pastor, I want to get married though. There's busy boss, and Duke. Which one should I marry? Help me pray. Where you have mouth. <laughs> Come on, talk to me now. The person you are giving contract to pray for you, the list he wrote for you is not using those things to break. Already when he wakes up, he takes the miliki or lockman. And when you call, the guy is even eating behind at, at the background. Mm, yes. Olua Asheshe. Asheshe. Nyoruko Jesho Olua. Highest level of deceit. When I have the intercessor on my inside. He said he make intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Can Mark get on the keyboard for me? According, you see, that's the place I'm going to stop this morning. He said, according to the will of God. According. That means this prayer is going to be precise and accurate. Oh, are you following me? 
this is not a prayer of uh, uh, that you will pray and you say, ah, oh, oh, miss target. This one doesn't miss target. This one eats the target right on time. At, oh my God. At the particular time that he's supposed to eat it, he eats the target. Oh, are you following me? My younger brother called me one day and said, you know what happened yesterday? I said, what happened? Said he was an daughter. This was right way, way years back before he traveled out of the country. And he said, I was about to cross the road. He said, I thought I'd look left and right. He said, I'd entered the road before I saw a trailer that was close by. He said, I don't know how it happened. How I was able to escape being jammed by that trailer. He said, I can't explain it. And I asked him, I said, about what time? And he told me. And guess what happened? At that particular time, I had the nudging to pray. And because I didn't know what to pray about. Are you following? You, you know, how many of you have felt like that? You don't feel like I need to pray. But you don't even have a prayer point. But you just feel like I need to pray. And because I didn't have a prayer point. So where I was, oh my God, you know this is interesting. It wasn't even a special time of prayer. Like, okay, I feel like praying. Let me lock myself in a room. I was not even in a place where I could lock myself in a room. Are you following me? I was in the midst of people when the nudging came. And while I was there, I opened up my mouth and I began to speak in other tongues. I began to speak in other tongues. I, I felt a urgency. I felt a urgency in my spirit to pray. But I didn't have a clue what to pray about. But I was saying those words. I was uttering those words. Muttering those words out of my mouth right at that minute. I was speaking those words. Those words that cannot be language. Those words that cannot be uttered. I was uttering them. I was uttering them. Then after about 10 minutes, I felt a relief. And when I asked him what time it was, when he told me the time, it was the time I had the hodge to pray. He said the Holy Ghost is going to pray through you. He will make intercession for you according to the will of God. How in the world will I know that my brother is on the highway about to be jammed by a trailer? How will I know? How will I know? Come on, talk to me. How will I know? How will I even have a clue that that was about to happen if not by the help of the Holy Ghost? Or are you following me? When you pray in the spirit, there's so much that happens around you. When you pray in the spirit, there's so much play strings for me now. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, there's so much that happens around you. There's so much that goes on in your business. There's so much that happens in your ministry. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, when you engage the person of the Holy Ghost in the place of prayer, there's so much that happens around you. There's so much things begins to arrange i don't even have an idea how they are coming together but those things are just coming together my wife is here sometimes my wife will ask me oh this thing we want to do how are we gonna do it i look at those situation and sincerely i don't look at her and i tell her i don't know i've not been wicked i've just been truthful the truth is i don't know how it's going to be done but somehow i know it will be done how by the help of the holy ghost I know it's going to be done. I know it's going to be done. 
when I engage the spirit, there's so much that happens. Doors flung open. Doors of opportunity. Doors of favor have been flung open. God keep my ways. God keeps me in places that I don't even know I'm supposed to be care. God orchestrates all things according to his will for my life as I engage the Holy Ghost. Things happen all around. Oh, can I give us the next 10 minutes or 5 minutes? Oh, to pray in the Holy Ghost this morning. Oh, can you be on your feet? Oh, come on, come on. Can you be on your feet? Increase the volume of I need to hear you. Oh, come on, open your mouth and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.